Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. I'm Mark Abrams, and we have a big show for you this week, as I have two guests for you. We will have um, Chan Thompson and Justin Biggs, who both got big wins on Saturday night, uh, excuse me, on Tuesday night at the Troubadour Nashville, Tennessee, as part of the uh, Country Box uh, show, the first show that was uh, televised all over the country on various cable and satellite networks. Uh, I had a pleasure to do the call with Albert Hainsworth, so I talked to the two big winners, Shan Thompson and J- undefeated Justin Biggs as well. Let's get right to the uh, the news of the week. The middleweight Chris Eubank Jr. with the 33-3 and with 24 knockouts as he uh, got a little uh, redemption lock get back as he stopped the WBO number two ranked middleweight in the world, Liam Smith. Now 33-4-120 knockouts. Uh, Eubank stopped them in round 10 of a you know, mostly one-sided fight at the AO Arena in Manchester, England. Um, uh, Ma- uh, Brian McIntyre, who trained uh, Chris Eubank, and we'll get into Brian McIntyre's uh, situation, a uh, uh, very bad situation. To me. We'll get into him in, in a second. He trained Eubank for this fight, had him in great shape, a great game plan, and uh, Eubank just was, was terrific in the fight. He hurt Smith. I think he dropped him twelfth. Uh, he dropped him twice during the fight, and uh, it was just a one one way uh, traffic uh, during the fight. Eubank dropped Smith uh, in, in round ten, and the bout was waved off after a follow up flurry at one forty five of round ten. So we'll see Chris Eubank Jr. maybe getting a big shot. But I don't know if he will have his trainer with him. And like I said, we'll get to that uh, in, in just a couple seconds. WBA number 14, lightweight, Shan Thompson went to 15-0 with 12 knockouts. He scored a third-round stoppage uh, when uh, the corner of Nikolai Buzelin threw in the towel. That took place Tuesday night, the Troubadour in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Shan Thompson, people, a lot of people saw him fight uh, about a year or so ago on Showbox, defeated uh, Tyler Tomlin uh, in, in a fight there. So, uh Guy, this uh, Chan Thompson, he's actually in a very good weight division, and uh, he's there's going to be some opportunity for him. And uh, promoted by Boswell Promotions, and I had a chance to talk to Chan Thompson right after the fight, and this is how it sounds. Fresh off a third-round stoppage tonight, Chan Thompson is the new WBA Continental America's lightweight champion. Stop Nikolai uh, Buzelin. Uh, talk about what happened in there. Um. It was a uh, well. I kind of did what I felt like I knew what I was supposed to do from watching his fights, but I didn't believe. I didn't. Not that I didn't believe I would stop him, but I thought it would be a later stoppage because I saw him, the the opponents he fought. He didn't fight anyone too crazy, but he fought a few dudes that were tough, and he's brought them to the later rounds. So I said to myself, okay, like box him in the beginning, and and when I when I could pick him apart and see what he's got working with, then I'll step to him. So in the beginning, I was just working my jab, getting a little more comfortable. 
and then I started to, I felt comfortable on the inside too because he doesn't do too much work on the inside. So I kept touching to the body, touching to the body, touching him to the body. And then in the third round, my, I heard my coach say overhand right. And in that same instance, I threw it, boom. And I, when I saw him wobble, that's when I told myself, okay, like now. It was a perfect counter shot that you hit him with. Wobbled him. He uh, kind of fell into the, it fell into the uh, bottom rope. Uh, and what did you think there uh, going forward uh, thereafter? Uh, I knew it was over after that. Uh, I just, well, I knew it was over. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I didn't know it was over. I wanted to get him out of there because I, like I said, I knew he was tough and I saw him jumping. So I said, okay, he's, he, I know he's hurt. He's just acting tough. So let me unload on him a little bit while being, you know, being smart, obviously, and then see what he's going to do after that. And then I, I hit him at one point, I hit him, but I think my back was blocking the ref from seeing how he staggered a bit. Then I'm like, yo, the fight should be over from here. So when he went on the ropes, I kept touching, touching him. And I, well, did the ref wave it off or did the towel, the towel go? Okay, that's what I thought. So when the, the towel came, I was like, all right, perfect. Were you, were you surprised at the corner throwing the towel? Um, yes and no, only because for, at that moment, even if he did survive the barrage at the end, I was too comfortable with him. It, it would have been over. You know, it probably would have been worse. And you get, you would just get. He would have maybe take 10 more big shots, you know, that would have put him down and put him out. So they did what they had to do. 15-0 and 0 now, 12 knockouts, w WBA Continental America's uh, champion. Gets you pretty, probably a nice ranking by the WBA. Uh, um, what do you want to do next? Is it, is it maybe back up to uh, a big stage again like you did uh, on Showbox or even something bigger than that? Uh, well, we're going to see what my promoter has, but definitely I'm looking to fight on show, Showbox uh ESPN, any big televised um, against a tougher, a tougher maybe top ten uh, opponent on the plat that platform because I know I'm ready. I had a few of these guys to, to I, the way that I'm putting these guys away. I know that I'm ready for a bigger step. It's not like I'm struggling with these guys and we're sure it's like I'm, I'm putting them away uh, and I'm surprising myself, you know. So I would definitely like to take a, a a better fight, a tougher fight on a on a bigger stage to show to the division that you know I'm here and Chan Thompson's coming and I'm. I will be world champion. So 135. I mean, that's one of the divisions to def to, to, to definitely be in. Uh, so I mean, don't, without I'm not gonna say you're calling anyone out, but is there a couple guys out there that that, that you would like to fight? And like I said, I'm not. You're not calling them out. You, you want to mention a couple names that you? you uh, I would definitely like to uh, test myself against Cambosis, uh, Frank Martin, and. The only, I think Martin and Shakur are fighting. They they signed that. They signed. They basically signed that fight today. That's gonna be a, an interesting fight. And um, one person who is overrated, who's on the top. So this is this is gonna be a call out now. This is the call is um um, uh, Pitbull. Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz. He he don't not that he don't deserve to be up there because he deserves to be up there. But he got his fame from losing to Tank by not getting knocked out. To me, Tank beat him and outboxed him. And if a guy like Tank who's known for his punching but has great boxing ability can outbox him. Any real boxer who, who's known for their boxing ability more than their power will easily outbox him. And his last performance, his and last- And Cabrera on the Spence card. Yeah, exactly. Spence uh, Crawford card. Yeah, and his, his last performance on that showed me about him as a boxer. You know what I mean? The name Pitbull is like, okay, he's tough. But in boxing, you have to be tough, but not a tough guy. So like, I don't know, he don't throw straight punches and I feel like he will be one of the most easiest out of the top 10. You mentioned all like these big names. You feel that you're kind of one of those guys laying in the weeds, nobody's talking about, and then you're gonna sneak up and bite somebody. Exactly. I'm gonna sneak up and bite someone because by the time, by the time my name gets out there, 
it'll be too late. You know, when you like, for example, when someone gets mugged, they didn't see it coming. <laughs> so by the time they, they start speaking about me for people to notice, a few people would have got got already. So I'm ready. Well, congratulations. Uh, it's great to have you here down in Nashville. And we'll look forward to your next move. Chan Thompson, thank you so much. And we wish you best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Chan Thompson, who uh, scored the big win, the third round stoppage over Nikolai Buzeline on uh, on Tuesday night in uh, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Also on the card was um, Justin Biggs, a good-looking uh, junior middleweight. He went to 13-0 with 10 knockouts as he scored a 10-round unanimous decision over Eric Bossler in, a, like I said, a junior middleweight belt. 13-0 uh, now is, um, is Justin Biggs. And uh, we had a chance to talk to the unbeaten super welterweight as he won by scores of 60-54, 59-55, and 60-54. We had a chance to talk to Justin Biggs uh, on uh, right after the fight on Tuesday night, and uh, this is how it went. Justin Biggs, still undefeated, a winner here tonight in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, yes. How uh, now a six-round decision over a tough kid, Eric Bossler, in there. T tell us about the fight. Well, you did warn me he was tough. <laughs> so that was indicated to me. It was a great fight. Uh, he came to fight, man, exactly what I needed. Uh, it was a good, a good, a good test. Uh, I got to go home and just work on some stuff, you know, for that elite level that I'm, I'm going to. Anything in there surprise you tonight? Um, he, he took a lot of, lot, a lot of shots, and a lot of bo good body shots. Um, uh, and he was, you know, he's a good, good puncher. Uh, so his, his record didn't indicate how actually good he was and how tough he was. So, I believe in the second round he, he hit you with a, with a decent shot. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. He, 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 he get your attention a little bit? Yeah, he definitely got my attention. I give him a lot of credit, and these are the fights I feel like that are going to help me get to the next level. Um, being hit, you know, being hit, being touched to the chin, touched to the body. A guy, you know, you can't just hit him and he goes down. So I, I appreciate this. 13-0, what are you looking to do next? Um, I'm looking to go to Columbia in uh, two weeks and fight for a WBC FECA belt. Uh, win that, get in the WBC family. And then uh, go, you know, after that, work my way up to all the big names in the sport. Do you feel like maybe you're a fight after that fight, whether it's a show box, something on the zone, something on top yeah, rank, yeah, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I'm looking, you know, I know that God, you know, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will do all the work. I just keep coming and looking spectacular and, you know, everything will find me. Without calling anyone out per se, is anyone, like, on, like you feel that, a type of fighter that you have to beat to, in order to get maybe that next level? You have, um, some, you have some one or two, fight, two, three fighters in mind? Man, I mean, pretty much any, anybody in that top 15, you know, that, that's that's a dream come true. So uh, anybody who, who's, who's willing to fight, let's let's do it. Make what, the fights happen. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? Uh, I want to say to the fans, thank you for watching. It was a beautiful night of boxing today. Thank you, my guy, for uh, doing this interview with me. And everybody follow me at Big Tom Biggs. And, uh, I just want to thank God for letting me come out the ring, me and my opponent, come out the ring safe. If I'm not mistaken, we'll see your brother next month. Yes, we'll see my little, my little, my, my brother, my little big brother next month. There you have it, Justin Biggs. Yep. Congratulations, how 13-0 wins on Country Box tonight. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. There we have it. It's a little different video format. I'm sitting here in the background uh, waiting for the video to um, – to finish up, so there's Justin Biggs. Some news of the week. Uh, ESPN announced on their website that the WBC lightweight title fight between Shakur Stevenson, 20-0, 10 knockouts, and Frank Martin. Uh, the deal was reached for the vacant WBC belt 
before a purse bid. A possible date could be November 16th in Las Vegas, or uh, I think that's going to be the date. It's going to coincide. It's be a third, it could be a Thursday night fight uh, to coincide with the Las Vegas Grand Prix that's coming to Sin City. Uh, I was just in Las Vegas. That, that city is, I mean, the city is actually working around this Grand Prix. It's, it's, it's crazy. There's all kind of constructions on the road. The traffic is uh, not great in um, Las Vegas. Another date could be December 9th in New York City, but that's Heisman Trophy. We know that's a Tiafima Lopez night, so uh, maybe that, that could be uh, a date as well. As we mentioned before, Brian McIntyre uh, ran into more than just some trouble as he was arrested at the Manchester airport attempting to leave uh, – England, after working the Chris Eubanks Jr. against Liam Smith, uh, the uh, British TSA allegedly found a loaded gun in uh, Brian's uh, luggage. He'd been charged with possession of a firearm and possession of ammunition for a firearm without a certificate. Uh, McIntyre's going to be held in custody until at least October 9th. So he's going to be in jail for at least a month. Uh, They'll have a hearing. And the U.K.'s got some of the strongest gun laws in the world Uh, Five, uh, I was reading something, five-year minimum sentence could be up to a 10-year minimum sentence. And then if there's additional charges that have something to do with it, it could be like a life sentence. So uh, Brian McIntyre, who's been on a tremendous run, obviously with Terrence Crawford defeating Errol Spence uh, in July, the big win with Eubank. He was um, probably the leading trainer of the year candidate, and this is going to throw a big uh, hurdle into everything is – Forget about his career for a second. It's his livelihood and his freedom. And so we'll see uh, at least October 9th uh, is the next time we'll get any information as it uh, pertains to Brian Bomack McIntyre. The venue is set uh, for the October 14th uh, fight between Janabek and Alum Kanala, uh, 14-09 knockouts, and Vincenzo uh, Gutierrez, 21-0-1-7 knockouts. That will be for the WBO, uh, which uh, Janabek has, and the IBF, which uh, Gutierrez has, uh, middleweight championships. is going to take place at the brand-new arena, the Fort Bend Epicenter in, of all places, Rosenberg, Texas. Yeah, I know you guys had that in, in the in the pool where some big unification fight's going to happen, especially one between a guy from Kazakhstan and a guy from Italy. But it's going to be Rosenberg, Texas. It will take place, uh, um, like we said, in uh, October. And it will be for the um, Unified Middleweight Championship, Janabek Alem Khanala and Vincenzo Gutierrez. Ten-round lightweight bout will be the co-feature bout. We'll get Keyshawn Davis, 906 knockouts, taking on uh, Nahir Albright. We'll get Albright on the show before that fight. Good step up for, you know, obviously for Albright. Albright's been in the ring with some good fighters. Jermaine Ortiz got just got the big win over Carlos Balderas in Las Vegas. Davis, uh, you know, the hot shot, uh, Olympian, uh, Olympian, and uh, should be an interesting fight for Keyshawn Davis taking on Nahir Albright uh, as the co-feature to the middleweight uh, unification fight. Um, in a fight, a welterweight fight uh, that will take place October 21st, Alexis Rocha, 23-1-15 knockouts, will take on Giovanni Santillon, 31-0-16 knockouts, that's going to be October 16th at the Forum in Inglewood, the Kia Forum, got to say that, in Inglewood, California. It's always the fabulous forum to me where the, the Lakers and Showtime made their hay. And speaking of Showtime, I guess uh, got the series on HBO. Uh, a lot of shots uh, that, uh, 
from the forum. That fight will be uh, taking place and be streamed live on the zone. Um, what well, kind of uh, something that we all knew was going to happen? Errol Spence Jr. activated his rematch clause to take on undisputed welterweight champion Terence Crawford. No dates yet, n- nothing's finalized for Crawford Spence too, but it uh, could be uh, December. I, you know, you hear those rumblings of a possible December fight. So we will see what happens uh, there. And now with 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 Brian McIntyre. You know, do do people now give Spence even a, a little chance in this fight now with, with Bo Mack possibly not being there? So we will see uh, what transpires from that. And then uh, Crawford now has been banging the drum to fight Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez dismissed it at first, and then he's like, you know what, maybe, who knows? And uh, I, I have an interesting take on that fight. So if that fight ever gets made, made I you know, I'll have some strong opinions on that. I kind of like depending on when it happens. I think Terrence Crawford can win that fight. Top rank has signed a undefeated heavyweight prospect, Brandon Moore, to a multi-year deal. The six, uh, six uh, puncher from Lakewood, Florida, 29 years old. Uh, he's uh, knocked out four of his last five opponents, including a, a fight that I uh, was able to broadcast against Elijah McCall back down in Florida a, about a month, a month, but maybe about six weeks ago. He's a very interesting and impressive guy. He's got some personality. So um, we shall see what uh, transpires with, um, with, with Brandon Moore. There's some, uh, for the fights this week, uh, Wednesday night on, on Pro Box, the, the Pro Box TV, we will have Radovo Kalajic at 27-2, take on Mickey Ellison, 14-4. Also, William Foster III uh, will be in a uh, big fight there. Thursday night on the zone, Raul Curiel, 12-0-10 knockouts, takes on Courtney Pennington, 17-6-3-7 knockouts. That's a, a welterweight fight, a super welterweight fight from the Fantasy Springs uh, Casino in Indio, California. Friday night, ESPN Plus has Christian M. Billy, the good-looking super middleweight. 24-0, 20 knockouts. Take on Damon Nicholson, 26-5-1, 22 knockouts. They'll take on uh, – that'll be from Casino Lac-Lamay in Gatineau, Quebec, Canada, a place where I broadcasted many fights from for uh, Wealth TV and uh, Wealth of Entertainment years ago. It's uh, actually a pretty fun place, uh, the uh, Casino Lac-Lamay in Gatineau, Quebec. Uh, Saturday night. We got some fights from uh, the United Arab Emirates, a.k.a. Dubai. Badir Samarine, 8 no 7 knockouts, takes on Jose Paez Gonzalez, 16-2-2, 12 knockouts. That's a lightweight bout. So uh, that will do it for this week. I'd like to thank Shan Thompson and Justin Biggs for joining me this week. Join me next week. We'll be uh, back previewing some fights. Um, have, a, have some good shows coming up. Good fight from Philadelphia. Maybe I'll get Joey DeWake on, see, see if Joey will join me. I've been trying to get him to, to do an interview uh, for the podcast for years. He, I don't know why he's been ducking me. So we, we'll, maybe we'll get Joey DeWake or some other fights going on uh, next weekend as well. I'd like to thank everyone for joining me again, and we'll talk to you next week on the Abrams Boxing Show.